This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi everyone, it's Alice Cash, and welcome back to our newest season of Weekly Woman presented by Jubilance for PMS. This season, we're talking to women from all over the world about their lives, PMS, all about their periods, and living as a woman in different places. We're so happy you're joining us. Today, I talked to Yashika Gowda, a finalist in Mrs. India and Mrs. Maharashtra. We go into her work raising awareness for periods and menstrual hygiene in her city of Mumbai and the still taboo subject of PMS and periods in India. For a little background, menstrual leave is provided every month in Japan, South Korea, and Italy, and in a new bill from 2018 in India's parliament, the Menstruation Benefits Bill, it stipulates two days of menstrual leave and better rest facilities at the workplace, but so far it hasn't passed. And in a 2020 study from the International Journal of Environment Research and Public Health Menstrual Hygiene Preparedness Among Schools in India, shows that a little less than half of girls were aware of menstruation before getting their period. And one in two girls in India is denied period products like tampons or pads during their period because they can't afford them. Period poverty is a lack of access to menstrual products, education, hygiene facilities, and waste management, and is a huge issue both in India and here in the United States. So it's amazing what Yashika is able to do with her fight for period education. We'll be right back after this note from our sponsor. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Well, welcome, Yashika. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much, Alice. It's it's a pleasure. It's a yes. pleasure connecting with you. Yes, I'm so glad we got this connection uh-huh. to work. We were back and forth with scheduling. Correct, correct. Yes. Yeah, so I just wanted to ask you, first of all, so you're in India. Our time difference is very different. But we've been hearing a lot about India in the news lately and just everything that's been happening. Well, luckily, like good things right now with Diwali. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. A lot of festivities around. Yes, which is so wonderful. But how are you during the pandemic? I hope you and your family were okay. Uh. Yes, we are right now, but uh, I would say we we all have been victims of the COVID thing that was going on. So uh, it was difficult. It's been difficult for a lot of people, uh, you know, who've been losing jobs and we get to hear so many things, uh, so many loved ones whom uh, people have lost. So thankfully, luckily, none of such case in my family and my close ones. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's sad, it's sad. A good thing that happened to me during the pandemic is that... uh, I, I give birth to a baby. So, so yeah. That's so wonderful. Oh my yeah, gosh. So I became a mother during the pandemic. Thank oh you. my gosh. I became a mother during the pandemic. It, it was uh, equally difficult and challenging because you have that mask all the time. You're already wow. in that panicky state. And it was no doubt a much more challenging situation. But, but yeah, that's something that uh, you know turned out to be beautiful. 
So wow. I, that's the only good thing that happened to me, I would say. Yeah. Uh, this, this, everyone knows how, how the world has been doing. Yeah. Oh, what, what a weird time. I'm in New York City, so we had our own terrible start to the pandemic. Um, but, uh, but I'm so how, glad. How's everything at your place? Oh, uh, it's okay. New York is finally, it feels like it's coming back alive. Finally. Yeah. It's like, everyone's a little nervous, but museums are finally opening. Theaters are opening. So it's, it's strange to like slowly go back to the city. Is is everything more open where you are now? Yes. Yes. It's opening up. And uh, a, a lot of things feel normal now because the cases have got gone down. So yeah, hoping oh, good. Uh, to see things improve. And I think vaccinations have really helped because I'm also vaccinated now. So, uh, so that's kind of, I think, making a difference. And I, I don't get to listen to a lot of cases around, which, which we used to, you know, on a daily basis, we were so scared to even step out and with a baby and, yeah. you know, we were like under house arrest all the time. So it, it was kind of crazy, but yeah, now, now it's a lot better. Yeah. That's good that you can like step out of the house and do things, which you have been. Can you tell, <laughs> can you uh-huh. tell our audience about what you just won? Oh yes, certainly. So I, I it's a pleasure. In fact, with a lot of honor, I would like to tell everyone that uh, I, I have won a pageant. Uh, that's Diadem Mrs. Maharashtra 2021. And uh, for everyone who is, uh, <laughs> thank you. So for everyone who is not aware of uh, the state Maharashtra, it, um, it, it's a really huge state in our country in India. And uh, as the word, as the state's name is, you know, Maharashtra, Maha means big, Rashtra means nation. So uh, yeah, we are one of the uh, second largest uh, states in our country with regards to population, with regards to its size, it's quite massive. And I have won uh, the pageant that uh, actually represents Maharashtra, uh, especially now that I'm married, so I am Mrs. Maharashtra. And I I would like to show you my crown as well. (gasps) Yes, please. (laughs) This is is the crown. (gasps) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That is gorgeous. Okay. Yeah, yeah. just to wear that for like just out and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I get to uh, go to a lot of places now. In fact, uh, just day before yesterday, I had been to uh, a really well-known brand's inauguration in our uh, local area. But uh, but yeah, everybody was really happy. And uh, in fact, I did not even expect that you know I can actually win something like this post getting married, because you know the kind of things and responsibilities that you get uh, on onto your shoulders and you know you get involved into. But but yeah, family has been supportive. Uh, so so I've been doing good. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So now do you compete for Miss Mrs. India? Is that what happens? Correct, correct. So, uh, so it's kind of mandatory for me. Uh, I have to go to another state, which is the capital of our country, Delhi. I have to go over there for Mrs. India that's happening next month uh, in December. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, keep your fingers crossed. Yes. Hope I get another crown as well. Yes, I hope so. That's so amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How did you start to get involved with pageants in the first place? Uh, So so that's something that I've always uh, looked at as a little girl. And, uh, but, but, you know, with a lot of things. uh, uh, So to begin with, you know, I lost my father when I was just 12. 
so so i could not really do a lot of things that i wanted to do uh, a lot of responsibilities uh, it was just my mom and my sister and me so i i started working pretty early you know generally in india people don't really become independent quite soon so we were generally dependent on our parents but that did not really happen to me and i wasn't that lucky so uh, i started working uh, when i was 15 that was when i did my first job and uh, then yeah then it all started and you know uh, i could not really do what i wanted to i always looked up to pageants because i knew these beautiful looking uh, women out there are actually doing something for the society as well mm. so so that's something that you know i always felt makes them all the more beautiful and uh, and yeah as we all know we call them beauty with a purpose so so yeah that that always enticed me and uh, and suddenly you know i was just looking up online i just thought you know now is the time to be i can look at something like that mm-hmm. and i found this one so i i just happened to register myself i got a call uh, it, it was mostly online because of the pandemic it wasn't very offline okay but uh, but yeah they interviewed me it uh, I, i had a telephonic round with the panel and uh, then they asked me for a couple of videos my measurements and you know the routine stuff that the pageants really have uh, you know the criteria that they follow mm-hmm. uh, so yeah i became the finalist and when when i actually got into it there was such amazing women out there and i was like oh my god i'm a pressure i cannot make it so but i just went into it thinking that you know it's going to be a beautiful experience i am sure you know it's going to transform my life it's going to change a lot that uh, you know i have in me I'm certainly going to learn something out of it. So that's that's the kind of mindset I had at that time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. And you made it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Quite surprising. No, amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Thank you so much. Yeah, because I saw everything that you were doing before the pageant and like you were yeah. saying beauty with a purpose. Can you talk a little sure. bit about what you were up to with that? I think that's so sure, inspiring. Sure. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So, um So died in the organization in which i had participated strongly believes in uh, spreading awareness related to menstruation so uh, i don't know if you're aware about it but in a country where i live uh, menstruation is like a huge thing out here you know like women are not supposed to talk about it it's a big secret and uh, men shouldn't know about it even if you're menstruating it's it's kind of looked at away you know in a very shameful manner So, so the moment you get your, you know, your first period and the first time when we get to know about it as girls, uh, the first thing that we've been taught in our country is that it's not a good thing. Mm. You know, you're supposed to hide it, and uh, it, there's a, there are huge taboos around it. You know, like uh, if you touch a pickle, if you touch, you know, a jar of pickles, uh, it will get spoiled. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh God! If I say, oh, talk about the taboos that we have out here, a lot of things have changed over a period of time. But yeah, it, it, it's still there. Uh, then uh, a lot of things, you know, if you touch plants, they, they they'll die. Oh my And, God! Uh, yeah. So so people just have made it even in villages in rural areas right now. Uh, they actually make women uh, not eat with them. Oh, uh, you know, uh, and definitely uh, everywhere in India, I'm sure a lot of people follow it. We're not supposed to worship God during menstruation. Wow. So, so yeah, yeah. So it's kind of weird because I think, especially after becoming a mother, and you know, I have been a victim of PCOS as well. If you're aware of it, uh, I'm sure you must be knowing PCOS. It's a disorder. Yeah. It's related to hormones oh. and stuff. 
so where i never got you know my periods on time and stuff and then you know i just realized that it's such an important thing when it is so important how can it be such a shameful thing for a woman mm-hmm. so so all of these you know thoughts came in me um, since you know very very long time i've been thinking about it and when i got into diadem they have been supporting this entire thing of removing all the taboos around it spreading awareness because you know when there are so many taboos uh, women don't actually come out and speak mm-hmm. and that's that's a very big problem because then they are not aware of a lot of things around it they they don't know the basic hygiene that's supposed to be maintained uh, you know they don't know uh, that you know what they're supposed to do with the cramps that they get the uh, the supplements that they can probably have or the yoga exercises that's there nobody talks about it because it's such a shameful thing yeah uh, people are just like uh, you know just just bear it and just deal with it oh. so yeah yeah it's kind of really sad and which is why you know we've actually taken it up and uh, we we want to make a change we want uh, this entire thing to change wow that's amazing yeah. Yeah, that's what this podcast is about. It's about like giving voice to those things that we don't talk about. I mean, periods in America are still taboo. People aren't talking really? about it. You're not supposed to talk about it with your partner. Um, oh. but uh but it's something that's been more and more addressed. So um that's amazing that you're able to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know in America as well it's it's the same thing because yeah, I just thought maybe my country is Such, no, it's it's shameful. You're not supposed to talk about it. I get like oh. we have the taboos like the moon causes your period or can't swim on your period. But all of those like can be addressed and like the moon thing isn't real at all. It it's just it's a thing that like we need to talk about. We need to speak about of because half of the world is is experiencing this. Correct, correct, correct. And like I mentioned, you know, uh, because I was one of the victims of PCOS, mm. I I realized that it's such an important thing and something that's so important. And you know, it it actually helps you, supports you in bringing a life into existence. Mm-hmm. So so when you know it is so important, why people don't talk about it? Why why are women made to feel that it's it's something bad that is happening to them? Mm-hmm. First of all, it's not in our control to begin with. <laughs> Second. uh if it's happening it's not a bad thing it's actually it's good for your body for everyone to realize that it makes you a lot woman mhm so go so yeah i i we we are actually working on it we, i uh you know we i've been to a couple of ngos where i've been talking about it and uh, trying to spread awareness related to menstrual hygiene and uh, you know wherever i can i'm just trying to distribute uh, to the underprivileged or you know mm. people who cannot really afford uh, pads sanitary napkins i'm trying to distribute uh, those to them because currently there's so many options available in the market mm. you know not just uh, those sanitary napkins but you have tampons you have so many other things right now but people are not aware of it in our country especially uh, you know people who can't afford it uh, are still using cloth and oh. uh, you know we just don't know how then they are you know with regards to hygiene and stuff like that and that causes a lot of issues mm-hmm. so, so yeah so our our aim is to actually uh, change a lot of things uh, around it wow that's wonderful and i i love what you said about like this is what creates life like that's so real and like with you having a baby it just kind of emphasizes that and that need to talk yeah. about this absolutely Oh it's, that's it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Can you talk a little bit more about your city? I'd love to hear a little bit more about it. What's your favorite part about it? Uh, so my city is called, um, you know, it's Mumbai, basically where I'm from. It's Mumbai. It's a very popular city in our country because uh, it's it's said that, you know, it's where uh, dreams uh, turn into reality. It's, it's a city where Bollywood lives, you know, like Hollywood, we have Bollywood out here. Uh, so I don't know if you know a couple of actors and, uh, you know. Yes. Uh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, anyone you can name? Uh <laughs> Priyanka Chopra. Oh, yes, yes. She was also Miss name. India. Yes, yes, yes. She was Miss World, in fact. Oh, Miss World. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, it, it all originates from uh, the city. And uh, it, it's got uh, a lot of tourist uh, places. It's, um, it, it's uh, I would say, uh, the city where I live is one of the most planned and the cleanest cities in, in our country. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very nice. It's, uh, there's a lot of greenery around. It's, uh, it's not, not too noisy. It's, it's oh, pretty, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, people call it pretty residential. But yeah, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, we, we have uh, one of the biggest malls and all of that. So things are pretty accessible. And uh, we, we have a lot of uh, corporate hubs. And uh, there's something I, I would love to name places, but I don't know how much, you know, would you actually oh, remember. No, please tell me more. <laughs> so, yeah. So we have Gateway of India out here that people love to see. Uh, we have, um, you know, I would like to uh, name uh, the shopping hubs that we have over here is in Bandra and uh, quite popular. Hmm. Uh, South Bombay is really popular. And uh, where I am from is Navi Mumbai. It's, it's more, uh, you know, it's like the extended version of Mumbai. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, multiple, multiple uh, tourist destinations. Uh, if you ever, ever think of coming out here, I would love to host you. Yes, I, I would love to visit India someday. <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful. And, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's a good thing to say, but in our country, it's one of the safest uh, cities, I would say, because uh, people you'll actually see uh, roaming around, you know, even during midnight at uh, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And we're not that scared, you know. Okay. We know we know our city is safe. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That sounds like New York City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure you love it. Yeah. <laughs> and something we always ask on the podcast is, what is your definition of womanhood? Uh huh. So um, I think womanhood uh, is uh, is strength. Uh, for me, if I have to really uh, choose one word, it's just strength. Uh, the courage. The strength. Um, the the you know the the thing that we have in us is uh, is amazing. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, we can create a life, and I think that's not less than a miracle. So uh, you know, it, it's um, I think womanhood should be more cherished in our country. We we worship uh, goddess. Uh, we we worship goddess Durga. We worship goddess Shakti. We uh, you know the name of the goddess is Shakti. Shakti means strength. So, so we worship, you know, uh, we actually worship womanhood. We actually worship, uh, uh, you know, goddesses a lot in our country. Huh. So, so that's, that sometimes becomes a little contradictory, you know, because while we worship goddesses so much, uh, women are not really treated that way in a few places, in a few parts of our country. And that's what we want to change. 
Yeah. We, we're just hoping that, you know, we don't really get into uh, hypocrisy and uh, we, we don't just worship God, goddesses, and then, you know, on the other hand, not treat women properly. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not the thing. that Because I don't know if you're aware of it, but we uh, in India believe a lot in, you know, spirituality, uh, religions, and culture, values. We, In fact, even I belong to a joint family, which is quite rare, you know, uh, in, in a lot of parts of the world. It's something that is very rare, I feel. Uh, there are two families living together, two mm. brothers and their families. So I have a total of seven members at my place and we're very closely connected. Wow. Uh, yeah, even if, you know, it's about my husband, sisters, and we, we all live close by. We have multiple get-togethers. Mm. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's a country where we actually have so many, so many. It's famous for its diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple languages and diversity of cultures and so many things. So I think, you know, if women are, um, it's changing, it's, it's, you know, come a long way, but I still feel there's a lot more to change mm-hmm. and uh, a lot can be done starting from period taboos itself. I think a lot, a lot should change. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, 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 awesome. that's what I feel truly about womanhood. It's it's something that needs to be uh, valued, appreciated much more. I have, you know, my mother-in-law and uh, uh, another, uh, my um, uncle's wife and all that. Uh, they're housewives. And, and when I look at them working, I feel, oh my God, they do so much. And why are they not appreciated, you know? Uh, it, it's some, sometimes, you know, you just take women for granted. It's like, mm-hmm. you just have to do it. Yeah, you know, so so I come across people telling me, "Oh, you're so lucky. Your husband helps you with uh, diaper changing and uh, uh, you know cleaning your room and stuff." And I'm like, "It does not make me lucky. I mean, probably I just found the right guy." Yeah, but uh, he needs to do that. (laughs) Exactly. So when I do it, it's like, "Oh, you, you know, you are a mother and you're a woman. You're supposed to do it." But when a guy does it, you know, when a man does it, he he just is supposed to be like uh, you know probably uh, celebrated that's wow worship (laughs) yeah it's like wow being a man you did it but I I think that entire thought process needs to change yeah because um, because we all we all are you know like I am also a working professional I'm working as an HR professional uh, with uh, Hindustan Unilever if you know Hindustan as a brand Unilever yes yes Oh. So I, I work for Hindustan Unilever as an HR professional. So, so it's a lot of things, you know, that I have to manage. But I don't think that anybody appreciates me for that. You know, people are just like, okay, fine, you took it up. But, you know, for my husband, if he goes to work and he comes back and he's helping me out, people are like, wow, you're so lucky. <laughs> so that wow. has to change. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot to start to change all of that with this idea of strength and your idea of strength to just even start like going to a pageant to start, start making those changes to talk about menstruation. Um, right. That's amazing, Nishika. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alice. Yeah. And then um, another question I have is, do you have advice for your younger self? Oh, yes. So, uh, uh, you, you know, I would say that's also a very common question. So I'm pretty ready to answer <laughs> <Perfect>. that. <laughs> so um, I think the, the only advice that I would like to give to my younger self would be uh, to take life a little more, uh, uh, you know, 
casually and not too seriously because i have been you know just uh, thinking about since the time you know like i mentioned i started off very early so i i have never been into you know hanging out with friends and bunking my lectures and you know putting those proxies uh, going around i i haven't done all of that now when i look back i just feel i cannot do that again So why didn't I do it earlier? <laughs> you know, you know, it's like uh, those small things uh, where you know you have to live the moment and not stress yourself out and not overthink. Uh, I think that's some uh, thing. You know, I I would love to tell my younger self that just take things a little lightly, and uh, and don't overburden yourself. Yes, I I think I need that advice as well. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, because uh, you know, I I don't know if. Um, uh you know uh, i am sure you don't know about it but i had uh, three years back i had a surgery in my ankle and uh, mm. of nowhere you know there was just a tumor found oh so uh, yeah i know it was a benign form of tumor thankfully not oh, cancerous so yeah so uh, that's when i realized a lot of things you know that actually changed my entire definition of beauty as well i just felt you know having all your organs functioning and in place is beautiful in itself you know it's mm-hmm. it's a blessing so because you become so dependent and for people you know who you uh, who are victims of you know various types of cancer and tumors and all of that you just feel so bad you know because you you've not done anything to face all of that yeah. you just end up feeling that so so that time uh, you know i actually realized when i was on bed like most of the time thinking you know why am i here and what wrong did i do i realized you know you you just don't know what's there for you tomorrow mm-hmm. so which is why it's very important to again not stress yourself and overburden yourself just enjoy and uh, yeah just just stay happily just uh, live and let live yes oh that's nice live and let live <laughs> yeah yeah that that's so important you know yes be happy yeah i think that's most important especially yeah, after this year yeah yeah and be just happy. be content i think that's that's more important as well it's it's important to be content you know unless you you have that uh, level of contentment in you uh, unless you're satisfied with everything uh, you'll never be happy so that's all connected you know uh, yeah. while you always strive to do better and strive to do the best and find good things and get best opportunities definitely you should have that rigor in you mm-hmm. but uh, having said all of that you should also uh, you know cherish and celebrate all the milestones in your life yeah That's awesome. And you have like some more milestones to go. So you had a baby this year. You are a pageant winner and then you're going for <laughs> Mrs. India. What's next oh for God. you, Yashika? <laughs> I I really don't know now what's next for me. Because uh, Mrs. India has put me into so much of um, thinking that uh, I I was just telling my husband, you know, uh, I I I am also a student in fact. I'm also studying psychology. What? So, That's amazing. Yeah, so you as i told you you know i just sometimes take up so many things and uh, i i didn't know pageant is going to happen so i just thought why not study because i've always uh, had this inclination towards psychology it um, it kind of makes me uh, think how others think and you know why people have different personalities and probably i can help you know some day somebody uh, change their life so, yeah so yeah with that thought process i got into it so i'm also studying and uh, now i have pageant So I don't know what's next. Wow. So yes, you yeah. have so much going on. A true renaissance yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Yashika, is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners today? 
I think I've already spoken so much, but uh, <laughs> something that uh, I would love to tell everyone is um, is that uh, uh, live, uh, live, uh, you know, live every moment and uh, with no regrets. So, mm. so that's another very important thing that I feel. You know, you you take your own decisions very wisely. Not that you know you just take it, but yeah, you you be accountable for what you're doing. Uh, stay happy and. Uh, you know, people ask me questions related to feminism. And I personally feel, you know, feminism is, it's become such a big thing right now, but it's its nothing that a woman is asking for. It's just equality. Mm-hmm. It's, it's where you treat both the genders equally. You know, I've given a few examples during this entire conversation where we, we're still not being treated equally. So, so that's something that hurts. And uh, why we are as humans, you know, as, uh, you know, men around or as anyone else, Oh, I think equality is something that we all should should try to uh, bring about in our society, be it mm-hmm. uh, not just gender, you know, be it race, religion, um, caste or anything and everything. I think equality will make um, life a lot more better. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for leaving us with that. Um, Thank yeah. you so much. And amazing that you're striving to change that. Yes, I, I hope I end up making some difference. Yes, it was amazing to get to talk to you today, Kashika. Thank you. Thank you, Alice. Likewise, I've, I've really been looking forward to, you know, connecting with you. In fact, I would like to listen uh, a few things, you know, from you about Jubilance as well, through oh. which we actually got connected. Oh, I would yes. love to hear from you. Yeah, so Jubilance, um, it's a supplement that helps with the emotional side of PMS. So- right anxiety, stress, um, irritability, and gloominess. Um, Uh And it helps in about 80% of women, it helps them like uh, reduce those symptoms by like 50%. So you can really tell about it during the the month. Um, I actually started taking it um, when I was in college, because I had such bad PMS. And, um, and so, uh, yes, it, it was terrible. I was like, but it would just happen that one week a month and I would feel crazy. Um, but so jubilance is, uh, a new supplement that's there to help women because there, there isn't really a solution to those emotional problems. Um, and so this is a new supplement that can help women, uh, with, with those, that, that single week of the month. So you can feel like more like yourself. Right, right. That's so important. I'm so happy that actually someone thought about it. Yeah. It's a topic that mostly people wouldn't think of. I know. And it it seems like women's health is so behind um, in, in, in like our, our study of it, which is crazy. It seems like if this was a men's issue, it would have been sorted out like a million years ago, (laughs) but, but luckily (laughs) it can be part of the conversation now. So yeah. yeah. It's important, you know, it's, and, uh, you know, that's how it is. Even if a woman is struggling, we just let her struggle. And, and that needs to change, you know, because uh, she shouldn't be struggling. We, mm-hmm. we should, uh, you know, handheld her. We should help her. We should let her, uh, you know, get a little more relaxed and probably, you know, not really face so many challenges. I, even when I look at women, you know, uh, struggling with their work and stuff like that, 
I just feel, you know, why why don't you have, why don't you ask for help? And why don't mm-hmm. people help you? Why is it that everything has to be done by the woman of the house? Yes. And it's such a taboo to ask for that help or to acknowledge that this is even happening. It was really hard for me to like, even say the word period when I was growing up. But now I like work for a company where we're like menstruation, but, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it's good to, to just be able to have this voice and to hear from you about these taboos and how we can start to change that by just talking about it. Absolutely. I just hope a lot of people get to hear us, listen to us. And, uh, that, that actually brings about a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on today, Ashika. Thank you so much. Really, Alice, it's, it's been wonderful talking to you.